I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast on the internet where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. <laughs> Ryan, how are you? I like that you added in the internet. Yeah. Just because people need to know exactly what we're talking about, where you may find podcasts. Yeah, the internet's far reaching and it's yeah. weird that we're still the only one. Just us. Yeah. It's fun. You'd think like it's such a popular concept. You'd think like a few other people would have come up with their own version what do you want coco now that we've mentioned it there'll probably be a bunch of copycats like the sigourney weaver classic from the 90s as unoriginal as of an idea as this is when i see various tiktok and instagram people making movie podcasts Mm. i get irked yeah anyone that started after us i'm like like but at the same time it's like this isn't a concept that we came up with at all wow we're really breaking the fourth wall it's not unique diehard turkey heads this they didn't know this. This is news to them. But yeah, it's true. It's not unique. It's fucked but up. even still, I'm going to gatekeep it because Ooh. that's what I do. Um had a boy. Speaking it's... of gatekeeping, did you notice that um uh, nothing I have here is even biddable <laughs> to gatekeeping, but Ooh. my favorite story of the week I want to lead off with it is that Pusha T, the rapper, mm. has recorded an Arby's commercial. Yes. Can I play a little bit of it? Oh, please. I was actually listening to this the other day and getting pretty fired up. I mean, it's great. And fans know I'm a big fan of the McDonald's app and the hot deals they have over there, but this Pusha T, beef, this is just another ad. I I honestly, I think that there's something about YouTube that I hate with every fiber of my being because here it is. Thank you. Because, yeah, he famously did an ad with McDonald's back in the day. No, he he came out with the I'm loving a jingle and is upset about the royalties. He hasn't gotten paid enough oh. for doing that, evidently. And that led to this beef. Wow. Is this fire? I think so. Like you're doing the like hand on the on the headphones like producer move like mm-hmm. yep it's perfect it's complete fire. I love that a fast food beef is being kept alive. You get the idea, but Coke, get her out of here immediately. Yeah, Coco's on the, the table. Last time she did this, it was disastrous. Oh, I just gave her kind of like a rude. Drop. She's I'm fine. sorry, dear. Um, <laughs> Pusha T, I, it's like the amount of popping that happens when you say the word Pusha is hard. So it's I'm going out of my way to not. Uh, he and Drake famously had a beef for oh. a while to the point where- Push, Was fast food involved? Yes. Ooh. They just had an eating contest and Drake was upset with the results. Hell yeah. No, but Pusha T like won the beef, I guess, in many people's eyes when he like kind of dropped- 
like Adonis was the name of Drake's son that no one knew about. And mm. Pusha like brought that to light to everybody and mm. like kind of made a fool of Drake about it. Like, hey, you are a billionaire and you have this kid that you don't take care of. And Drake was like, uh, and he came up with the, the, what Drake's solution or I guess his PR team solution for this, making him look like a complete asshole mm. was that he, he said, and I quote, I was not hiding my son from the world or I was not hiding the world from my son i was hiding my son from the world that mm. was the quote and yeah. I, I can't even say it right because it's so fucking stupid and yeah as far as beefs go that is like the biggest win in beef history probably he basically like roasted drake into being a father yes. to somebody <laughs> he just made him look so dumb because he's drake is has more money behind him i guess in the sense that like drake is drake and like has the whole millions of number one albums thing going but Pusha t mm. has just better everything if you like actually listen to hip-hop he's just better oh word and i don't even dislike drake really like it's hard to like him but like if you look back at old drake albums i like a lot of them and i don't mm -hmm. want to be the guy who says i only like the old stuff but i pretty much all of pusha t's stuff is great not to mention the relationship with kanye which immediately he's grandfathered for me i need to be more of a rap guy Gotta get back in there. Pusha T is a good place to start. If you listen to the last album that he did that I can't remember the name of. Um, so I don't know. I mean, whether or not McDonald's is, I mean, honestly, if it were up to me and I worked for McDonald's, they have the budget to just hire Drake and have him do a song. And then it's like a cute, cheeky thing, but they probably won't. Yeah. It's fun that they're, yeah, like they're having meals for all these characters. They're starting beefs <laughs> with like new jingles. I think I'm in. Mm. <clears throat> I'm not an Arby's guy. I've never, all. I don't think I've ever had Arby's in my life. I think I had it once and I don't remember. People talk about roast beef and roast beef sandwiches and how it's like a big thing in certain cities. It's like their thing. Mm. Like there's like the Philly cheesesteak. If you go to like, I don't know, fucking Cherry Hill, New Jersey, you get yeah. the roast beef. It's just, it. I don't like roast beef really. And I, don't I, either. I am the beef. Mm. So you'd think I would. Yeah, I but, don't know what happens to roast beef that makes it weird, but I'm not into it either. I, I can't imagine being wowed by the roast beef sandwich <laughs> at a fast foodery, but I, I don't know. I think it's like the sauce that gets people. I had Ooh. a lot of roast beef as a kid, and I think it just lost me in general. Roast beef, that could be the name of our uh, the roast of Ryan Agner that we're building towards. I would still love to get roasted, and I, I would definitely get my feelings hurt. Mm. but i think i'm up for it that'd be fun so anyone who wants to roast me enough the podcast at gmail.com and the stuff that's off limits are my micro penis and my crippling dependence on uh my father's finances those oh, yeah. are those two things are are off limits yeah let's start a little roast corner send in bits we'll read them it'll uh get us all fired up Right, it's Oscar weekend. Are you feeling the pandemonium in the air? I didn't realize that it was the Oscars until literally this morning. <laughs> I didn't realize until you told me after you learned it this morning. I saw. I was sitting in bed and I look over at Luce and I go, "Hey, the uh, the Oscars are Sunday." And she goes, she pauses and then looks over and goes, "Is that the movie one?" <laughs> and I the went, movies. "I went, you're fucking with me, right?" And she goes, "I don't watch award shows." And I thought to myself. I don't either. <laughs> well, no, neither do I. Mm. But I do watch the Oscars every year. Yeah. But that's honestly, I think the response that the Oscars are getting now from both millennials and Gen Z and like 
anyone but boomers who are hanging in there, like remembering uh, the Sally Field speech from 1994, where they're like, oh, this is the Oscars. Where's Billy Crystal? Yeah. I mainly see it as just a fun thing to like get fired up about how bad their choices and who they give the awards to mm. end up being. It's all just a goof. It's I feel like no one's out there being like, the Oscars rock. They nailed it. They got everything right. I For the know. life of me, I can't think of a time where I was psyched about an Oscar winner. Christopher Plummer winning for Beginners, I think, was the last time I was invested. Yeah, and they have had good years. I remember 2007, like, No Country for Old Men won, and There Will Be Blood was up, and there was a bunch of other cool stuff I saw, and I was like, wow, the Oscars, like, they're right. Like, they're cool now. But it's been a while, and, uh, you know, a while since I agreed with all their choices, but... I think it's cool. You can watch almost half the nominees for Best Picture on HBO Max. Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. If you haven't seen any of those and you want to get all caught up before the Hollywood's biggest night, folks. Who do you think is going to take it? Predictions now. I saw the other day people (laughs) like, Coda has buzzed suddenly. That Apple Plus movie that no one on earth besides me has even seen? I told the story this morning about how the production company from Coda approached my dad about his house in Fairhaven and Love his this. like backyard. Mm. And he they didn't say this is Coda, we're doing a sh- movie that's going to... I don't know if Apple Plus had even picked it up yet, but yeah. they it was just this random production company. And they pretty much... I don't even think they gave any back... They sent the script... That was it. And I read the first page. My dad goes, what do you think of this? And I go, it sounds awful. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, they are gonna. They offered me $5,000 for like two days or something like that, which is kind of light if you think about it in the sense of like having an entire film crew like in your fucking backyard and yeah. probably like using your bathroom and shit. Oh, I'm sure there would have been like 75 people there right. just milling about. Just stomping all over the grass. And I'm, I'm out. Mm. I wouldn't let them in my backyard for that. That is funny that like... Yeah, like it's a movie that could possibly win Best Picture. Right. <laughs> he like chucks the script in the trash. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> That's how in touch with Hollywood we are, and I am. Yeah. I read the first page or two, and I was like, no, nah, this sounds like shit. And then I, and then I <laughs> turns out, I after I had watched it, he hears, I guess, somehow figured out that it had been Coda. And he said, no. He said, no, you cannot use my property, which is, I think, I wanted to win Best Picture based on that story alone. My property. Like, oh, we had a Best Property, or Best Property, Best Picture uh winner in our yard yeah but no not us but yeah it's kind of like a crapshoot i have no idea what will win everyone seems convinced that will smith i was gonna gonna say take that best definitely will smith and he deserves it i think of all of those roles he that was the best one best actor wise yeah i mean he was good i'd like to see him win he'll probably give a charming speech he's a pro drop a couple haha probably give a nice uh I hope he doesn't have his awful family with him. That's all I got to say. <laughs> what, you don't want Jaden and Willow to get up there and sing a cut? Somebody, I think um, it was on Legion of Skanks the other day. Hey, doggy. Said out loud that Jaden and Willow are just like their own names, switched genders to the other. And I, it blew my head off. I oh, was like, never, wait, what? Yeah, I remember hearing that. I never put that together. Because, I mean, when you see it, it's you can't unsee it because it's very obvious. But yeah. I just never thought about it. And it is fun because... They are basically like the mini-me's for both of them. They're just like, you know, kind of doing the same stuff. They look very similar. I can't stand. 
You know, like Jaden yeah. is mini Will. He looks Willow like Will, is but mini his personality is Jayden. so fucking terrible. Yeah. I uh, I don't know who else is nominated. And people, who's is is Oscar Isaac nominated? No, but Jessica Chastain, who right. starred with in Scenes from a Marriage, seems like a lock for another movie nobody but us saw. The Eyes of what was that movie called? The Eyes of Dorothy Dandridge. Tammy Faye. There it is. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. D- um, decent movie. I liked that movie. She was good in it. It drove me kind of crazy how um, Andrew Garfield looks thirty-eight and she looks fifty-two, mm. like a good fifty-two, and like she's not fifty-two; she's forty-seven. No. She's ten years older than him, though, and it very shows. I feel like they're. They might be closer than you think. I think he's like late thirties, maybe even forty at this mm. point. I think I remember uh, looking it up and the ooh. age disparity, disparity, disparage, disparity. Monty, good. yeah, Monty. If Fact you check my grammar. Um, I don't know. I'm. I don't even think I'm going to watch them. To be perfectly honest, I might. I watched. You know, I watched the big clips. See if something fun happened. I'll watch it if like our group text is popping off and you guys are also watching it and talking yeah. about it. I'll put it on. But if it's like a Sunday night and no one's really saying much, I'll probably just forget that it's even happening at all. Yeah. But next week on the program, we'll uh, we'll give you all that hot gossip, folks. Let you know what went down. And did you see that Amazon Prime has greenlit its first TV show based on the iconic British spy James Bond? A show called 007's Road to a Million, a Bond-style spin on a race around the world reality-type show. So they're already making great use of that $8 billion acquisition of MGM Studios over at Amazon. They're like, yeah, let's make a James Bond Amazing Race-type show. Jesus Christ. Sounds like a fucking mess. Will you be tuning in? he's in nice uh, late on the uptick there Uh, no I will not I have not seen any of the Daniel Craig Bond movies and I don't like Bond as a character you missed all of the Daniel Craig every single one and I will never watch them I mean some of them are pretty good how about that Casino Royale was good I like people's reaction when I say that I never saw Casino Royale makes Mm. me really happy no I never saw it people are like what you're a Pierce Brosnan guy I am yeah GoldenEye is the best one how about die, that? Die Another Day is the best one. Tomorrow Never Dies is the best <laughs> Bond movie. <laughs> I do love Jonathan Price as the villain in that movie. It's hilarious. That's my favorite thing to do is to tell people I've never seen any of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, wait a beat for their response, and then say, I really prefer the Pierce Brosnan ones, and I must say Goldeneye is my favorite. And Goldeneye. And then that mention one is the dope. video game. Yeah. And then just watch and see what they think of that. I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. I think it's a good take. And I think it comes out next week, or maybe week after. Friend of the show, Michael Bay's new film, Ambulance. Yeah, that's April something. That's, that's might be April fourteenth. That'll be a featured review. That's here, theaters no only, though. Annoyingly so. Yeah, I, I I will go see it in the theater. No doubt. But the the reviews are coming in, and in classic Michael Bay fashion, they're quite middling. Oh. And they're not loving it. It almost gets me more fired up for it. It's like, yeah, I'm not expecting greatness. I'm excited that he's just making a movie that doesn't feature robots for the first time in like 16 years. And it's got cool car chases. He's back in his wheelhouse. My boy Jake. Yeah. 
and Chewy Tell before or whatever his name is from Candyman. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen. Yeah, same thing. My pussy is like a Mateen. <laughs> um, I like that guy. Candyman was awesome, and I like I loved it. Yeah, was it? I'm the only one, but I loved it. And um, <sighs> yeah, Michael what? Bay. And I, I saw that there's a scene in his new movie where a character talks about how their favorite movie is The Rock, another Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a great movie, but that's lame. That's the fun kind of... Yeah, it's definitely lame, but I th- just because it's Michael Bay, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. He can I'm get still away with in, that. Yeah. Referencing his other movies in one of his movies. I do still consider The Rock one of my... I've said it's the best, but I think that's a really bold claim, but it is one of the best action movies ever made. And one of the best action movie superstars ever made. Cage? No, The Rock. Oh, oh! <laughs> Thank you, brother. Huh. It pained me it's to say pride. that. It's about pride. It's about her. Young Rock. Pain me to say that. Die hard turkey heads. We shit on we the, rock the Rock and bring up Black Hat in every episode. Thank you for sneaking in the Black Hat reference. Black for the Hat. <laughs> but, uh, Michael Mann's Black Hat. This is. Did you watch that scene? They released a deleted scene from The Batman. I did with um, The Joker. What's his face? Uh, Carrie Elwes, or whatever his name is, as the Joker. Said you, Zep, you bastard. I'm going to get you, Batman, you bastard. Barry Keohan, I believe is his name. Barry, uh, I believe it's actually. I was like, what is he working on? Rob Gagan. Oh. <laughs> hey, Batman, it's me, Gagan. Oh. <laughs> I have tuberculosis and I make pizzas for a living. I mean, they're giving everyone a go at the Joker. He'll eventually have his I got turn. really high, Batman, and I puked all over myself. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to put the puke-covered shirt in the back seat. <laughs> Real deep track inside stuff that not a single one of our listeners, unless like John Coyne is listening, then I don't think anyone's going to get that reference. How you doing, bud? <laughs> John, I hope you're doing good. Hell yeah. Still don't like you. But yeah, the... For people who haven't seen The Batman, he is like the Joker. They reveal in like a quick scene at the end. They barely mm. show him, and it's like, oh, there's a new Joker. They release this deleted scene where like he's talking to him for a while, and it's a whole back and forth. What did What did you make of this new Joker? I know you're very Jokered out. Yeah. I know that you've said he's in the obits. I fucking slam dunked him into the obits years this ago. Barry Keegan Keoghan Hen. He's Joker. a good actor. I'm gonna say I'd see an entire movie of it. If they do the second Batman and he's the villain, I'm all in. I'm buckled in for with Matt Reeves directing and Pattinson uh, alongside or opposing him. I think it'll be awesome. I don't care how it's a different take. I'm fine with it. Yeah, like I'm sure it'll be good. And he looked. He's a good actor. He's he's good at playing like a little stinker. He's in that movie. Yeah. Uh, what is the wounded deer? Killing of a sacred deer. Yes. Solid flick that I totally didn't get. He plays a great like psychopath. Like that's that an movie. awesome movie. And I didn't really like it just because it made me feel so dumb. I think I should watch it again. It's and probably, just ask a lot of questions. Yeah. It's a bleak one. I dug it just because it was so Lobster's better. Up. That's but they're both Yorgos, yes? Yorgos. Lobster is better. The work. And honestly, Batman, this the second one in this there because it is a trilogy, right? That's been confirmed. At least loosely. I think so, yeah. The second one, if they bring back Colin Farrell, 
and which they are they, they like set yeah. him up to like be more of a thing in the next one he's we, kind I of need a more side of car yeah. definitely need more of him and the show's not going to cut it because there's no way the show is going to be as good as this yeah, i forgot about the shows he's got his own hbo max show coming along with the gotham pd or whatever really should be gotham dp am i right my man fucking hell yeah doggy fucking me and Catwoman. fucking i'm sorry what yeah who was that i don't know that was that guy that yeah. comes in our feed was just hijacked guy's worse than hank but yeah i mean they're just gonna keep on joking and we're just gonna have to keep on laughing mm. um they i wish this was cancel news but i just thought it was funny riverdale's been renewed for season seven it's like that show's already in its seventh season the like gritty version <laughs> of archie that people I thought it, I thought like, it already was done. Oh no, it's it's roaring along. I think it even has a spinoff at this point. And there's a Superman and Lois show evidently that got renewed for season three. Like where? Who are? Who's watching these programs? Random. I guess we're probably out of the CW's demographic at this point, but it's still just. Oh, like, I'm not. You, you never hear a word about any. And Flash is in like season fourteen. Like, I just okay. watched every episode of single drunk female on hulu which is definitely written for 20 somethings do you mean the amy schumer show no oh, i do that's, not it's a whole that... nother production of a program okay i don't think i'm aware of it's it. a show about like a woman who has an incident at work where she's too drunk at uh, work and then like gets fired and then like has to go through the steps of getting sober and like moves back in with her mother a word and it's not great mm. but we watched all of it okay and I am on the last episode of the Amy Schumer show. We've watched nine episodes in like two days. Yeah, I'm on episode eight. We'll probably get into it a little bit later, but I'm I'm a fan. Did you see that Ben Stiller is in talks to star as Jack Torrance in a stage play adaptation, whatever you say? Oh, it's uh, a play. Of Stephen King's The Shining. I didn't realize it was a play. I mm. saw it and I thought it was a remake movie and it made me mad. I was like, that's fucking dumb. I wonder how they do... The Shining is a play. Like, do they do cuts? I guess. I'd much prefer the shit, shit, shitting. <laughs> oh, the Parsons version of The yes. Shining. We were having some fun riffs on that yesterday. Wow, was that a lot of fun. It was. Folks, tune in to the Lunch Table group text for more of this. Hell yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. to 50% of our demo with that with that statement. But Ben still is doing interesting stuff. He's directing that show uh, Severance on Apple Plus that no one on Earth besides us is watching. It's very good. He's doing a fucking Shining play. I don't really like Severance, but like I can't. I get excited to watch it. I don't know why that makes sense, but to me it does. Like I'm like, yeah, this is fine, but like, when's the next episode coming out? <laughs> I kind of like. I feel like I'm several episodes behind, but I'm. I'm still into it. John Turturro is it. carrying the show, in my opinion, as he often does. Turturro's having a moment. He was in the Batman also. He's great. They're making a sequel to Godzilla vs. Kong. I thought this was exciting. I feel like you loved Godzilla vs. Kong. I did. Like, bits <laughs> aside. You, yeah. you were, like, enthralled. I thought it was great. I thought it was, like, exactly what a King Kong versus Godzilla movie should have been. They fought, like, mm -hmm. nine times. It was over That's, the I think, a big criteria for you in versus style movies you need lots of conflict yeah especially when it's just when that's the whole thing it's like right. what else are we doing here like venom 2 it was just like what why are we it's just characters just yammering to each other let's have a silly cgi fight 
Did you see that four Disney employees were arrested <clears throat> in a human trafficking sting? A word? I guess they were just like kidnapping people's kids from Disney World. Wow. That's pretty scandalous and fucked up. Imagine that. Like you spend $80,000 to take a family of five. The wonder of it all. Is that Disney? Um, yes. He's in. That's fucking wild. Disney owns everything now. They got to be more accountable for such such happenings. Do you want to become Disney adults? I would love to. Can we kidnap kids too? <laughs> yeah, we we really go all in. Dress up like the characters and just like shove people's toddlers inside the suit and yeah. run out of the park. <laughs> Families walking around Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars park. They're like, where are our kids? Where's Kevin? Were the turkey boys just here? Did they? No, We they won't wouldn't. molest them or anything. We'll just tie them up and make them watch turkeys. <laughs> like, no, this isn't a Disney movie. We just wanted to hear your review of Cars 2. This is Thunder Road. Hmm. You're going to watch every minute of it and enjoy it with us. Cut. But yeah, we're going to be Disney guys. <clears throat> the song's so fucking creepy. It is. It's kind of like... A fucked up lullaby. My life is a fucked up lullaby. <laughs> At a boy. Speaking of fucked up lullabies, a uh, new Jared Leto project has been announced. Uh, What's it called? Uh, Diarrhea Jones? Ooh. That, uh, actually, it hasn't been announced proper. He was saying he would like to play Conor McGregor. Oh, I saw that, yeah. In a movie. That'd be cool. I mean, Conor McGregor is an is, interesting person, and I think Jared Leto is talented. And if done well, like that's like a Damien Chazelle kind of movie or wow. someone. <laughs> if Damien Chazelle directs <laughs> the Conor McGregor movie starring Jared Leto, I'd be all in. I'll just stare at it in disbelief for the entire runtime, just going, wow. This is why we wow, need wow, a production wow, wow, wow. company Turkey for uh, Films, I guess. Ooh. Turkey Productions. Oh, yeah. We just slap together things that we think would be funny, and then we could both gain a bunch of weight and just start molesting people, like Sounds like good. the Weinstein's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get fatter than ever, and just you know, please take advantage please. of people until we get canceled and sent to prison, and then uh, get caught smuggling milk duds. You can be the one who goes to prison. I'll be the one who kind of just like fades into the, the right, distance. Right, just ekes off into the distance with all the dough. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be like casually greenlighting stuff. From the shadows. I mean, if I get to do Harvey Weinstein's career, I get like two or three decades of doing whatever the fuck I want, and then I'm in jail. Yeah. So okay, I'm in. Please. Green lights. I know. Imagine if people took our green lights seriously. I'm a famous guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. Um. Oh, my Alexa timer is going off. Alexa, timer off. And You should get a Kimmy, like in the uh, Zoe Kravitz HBO Max Spectacular. I can't believe you guys liked that movie. I don't get it. I don't get it. It was a flick. What about, uh, did you see that Nick Cage GQ spread? Huh? He had a bunch of cackly pictures. I did. Wearing outfits and uh, being all Cage-like. He's the best. He had a quote that kind of floored me. He said, uh, when pressed about his... uh, run of like Amazon Prime straight to video turkeys yeah, yeah. that lasted several years and might not be done completely. I feel like he's still got a couple of those trickling in on occasion. But he said uh Have we enjoyed any of them? No. No. 
Until Pig. Pig's not one of those. Pig was cool. Pig he, was on its he own. He did thing. a bunch of like Bruce Willis like action movies <sighs> where like he just kind of popped by. Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. But uh he said, quote, I never mailed it in or I never phoned it in. I always gave one hundred percent while talking about these movies. And I'm a big Nick Cage guy, but I gotta push back on this a little bit. You don't I, think he did? I think he phoned in a couple of them. <laughs> As someone, as one of the few people who watch these movies, or some of these movies, like, you know, he just wasn't, he wasn't there. He was mailing it in. And I understand he had, like, crazy debts from being a, a wild sidecar his entire career. Just blasting through dough and, like, buying an island and, like, the Beatles discography and, like, or whatever the fuck else he bought. Yeah, like, buying skulls. I feel like he's huh? always in the news for, like, my skulls were stolen from my ex-wife's this or that. Hasn't he's always... he been married, like, four, yeah. five, six times? Yeah, so he's, like, he's all tied up. And he's got to be buried in alimony. Yeah, and I don't blame him for doing these movies. Right. But, you know, they're not great. They're turkeys. He was awesome on the uh, Hollywood Reporter roundtable, I guess, with like Andrew Garfield and um, yeah, that was great. I saw most of that. Daniel Kaluuya or whoever the fuck it was. Some of the other guys who were like up for big movies this yeah. year, I can't remember. I loved his his take on the uh, John. I almost said John Travolta on the Alec Baldwin Rust shooting. Mm. How basically, if you're going to become an action movie star or a big movie, being he said, there's a difference between an actor and a movie star. And basically, if you're going to become like a movie star and be a big dude, the movies, then you need to know how to fire a gun. You need to know how to ride a horse. You need to know how to drive a fucking stick shift sports car. Like you have to be able to do all of that stuff. I because, just watched a montage of Cage doing all those things expertly in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> he can do it he was not uh speaking out of school i don't know i'm, I'm yeah. a huge cage guy as you can see but yeah and he's currently filming a movie where he plays dracula they had some pictures of that that also looks very amusing that'll be very funny yeah and i'm sure he's not phoning that one in i feel like he's gonna bring us all to such a iconic role agreed still a legend um jackass forever is now on paramount plus felt like that was worth mentioning you watched it the other day for i the first did time. yeah did you enjoy yourself? I thought it was a lot of fun. Great movie. Very nostalgic. Um, mm. I got to be honest. I do love the Jackass movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they stress me out like a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I would hate being in a crew like this. Yeah. Where any minute now I'm going to get hurt really badly. I like how they had clips of them getting the director in this one. Because he's like, you know the the mastermind of all this i like that they were giving him a lot of shit jeff yeah jeff tremaine director of the dirt the motley crew netflix original that i believe you were a big fan of loved it he loved it mostly because of a friend of the show machine gun kelly <laughs> you've been spinning his new album today bro <clears throat> uh i listened to a song on the spotify new music friday it was very bad yeah i listened to a couple tracks he stinks and i don't like him yeah <laughs> All his songs are just him like saying like, there's that song Emo Girl with Willow Smith Ooh. we were talking about earlier. <laughs> and another song where he's talking about like, my drug dealer girl. And like, she's a gone girl. All his songs are just like, shut up. Fill in the blank, say girl. Every song is exactly the Megan same. Megan Fox like, this is so good, lover. <laughs> 
Kelly, you nailed this. Megan Fox, like when we were in, I don't know, I guess like just out of college or around that age and like Transformers came out. And, like, she was like throwing smoke. She Seven would, different kinds of smoke? What? <laughs> she was something else. And like, she still looks good, but now I'm just like, she sucks. She's mm-hmm. like doing the Brad, uh, Brad Pitt, the uh, Billy Bob Thornton thing with the blood vial around the neck. And mm. they're just like, all over each other in the photo shoots and it's just their whole relationship makes me sick yeah and also jackass wise machine gun kelly's in that where it's like can this guy's getting his mitts into everything on earth yeah like give eric andre 45 more minutes of screen time (laughs) yeah and take all of machine gun kelly's away how about that i didn't like how much credit they were giving him steve-o gave him this like big build-up i was just like don't you shouldn't be doing this to machine gun kelly you're the guy (laughs) yeah i needed more eric andre yeah, he was a fun addition. When he tries to get team. a cold brew and the woman's like, can I take a photo with you? And then, I don't know, I think it, somehow, like it punches him in the face or yeah. something and he goes flying. I mean, people getting hurt, physical comedy, it still tracks. It's still a home oh, run. Oh, that'll be funny forever, yeah. And also Eric Andre-wise, I saw that he's uh, doing at least a couple episode run on Impractical Jokers coming up. Really? Yeah. I know that you're sucks. not a fan of that program. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I like I like the idea of it, but They're it's fun. just like I don't know. I get it. It's I, a I'm tough out. one to shoot for. I've but. had people be like, "Oh, I'm going to see them live." And it's like, "What does that entail?" Mm. Them like bringing people up on stage and Yeah. I make 10 times as much as you. <laughs> Magicians suck. I think it's a fun charming show, but uh he'll probably spice it up. We'll see how that goes um jeffrey epstein's pedophile island is about to hit the market for a cool 125 million dollars allegedly yes a pedophile (laughs) allegedly pedophile island i'm still of the school of thought that he's completely innocent Ooh, and that the fbi killed him Mm. i'm gonna say that he was a good man he was a great businessman he did (laughs) he did a lot with people's money and i think he was just misunderstood wow like the Pink album, misunderstood. Yep. I think that uh, I myself wished that he. I wish he were alive so that I could invest with him. Wow. I tr- I would trust him with my finances. Love that for you. I think we should buy Pedophile Island and mm. put a fun new spin on it. What do you think? Can we still be pedophiles on the island and just say, call it something else? Yeah. Like all those Disney kids we're going to abduct. Yeah. We exactly. bring them to the island. Yeah. Bingo. Call back. <laughs> some we got a life plan but we can call it like <laughs> i don't know saint thomas turkey or, boys to throw people plan. off the scent yeah we'll think of some turkey like, island yes we cut the island into the shape of a turkey <laughs> it's all good man. i want to live in that like weird tomb of a house that he had with the weird dome on the top they probably bulldozed it to be honest yeah yeah yeah, that house is fucking sinister. It, it was full of like cum and blood. They had to wash it all out. Yeah, it was like a Midsomar type fucking tent. How's your girl Ghislaine doing? She's still alive? She is, unfortunately, which yeah. seems odd. You'd think they would have gotten her by now. Yeah. Maybe she didn't roll over. Or maybe she maybe she really wasn't involved and doesn't know as much as we thought she did. They knew. What do you think about <clears throat> friend of the show, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, set to portray Johnny Carson in a biopic series from Jay Roach and David Milch called King of Late Night? Uh, I like Johnny Carson, mm. and I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, 
and Jay Roach has his moments. So I will say I am in. Jay Roach directed the Austin Powers trilogy, so he's yeah. got a, a green light from us to do whatever it takes. And also I'm, David yeah, I'm, Milch, I'm he's the guy who did Deadwood and that show Luck with <laughs> Dustin Hoffman that barely exists because it got canceled. How you doing, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Welcome to Deadwood. Yeah. He's he's kind of a worker. That's all I got. Oh, and he also did uh, John from Cincinnati. How could I forget? I should have led with that. Have you ever seen American Gods? <laughs> Oh, you haven't? <laughs> There's a few people out there that watch it, and Stars never cancels anything, so buckle up. American Cods. I love how jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt like started a record label and disappeared from acting for the better part of a decade, really. like Since hey. like Don John came out, it flopped. He <laughs> vanished until like 2020, and now he's back, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got this work and this work and this work. Like, Who can just like go on ice for 10 years and like fly back onto the radar? Yeah. No problem. I think I saw an interview where he did the, like, he's a new dad and like wanted to like... Hmm. do the dad thing for a while now he's probably just like you know what maybe i'll sneak in some turkeys super pumped has been really we'll talk about that if you've watched i've only seen an episode or two but i think it's interesting that it's narrated by quentin tarantino what are you doing (laughs) i mean what are you doing i had no idea when he started talking i was you know obviously immediately like oh (laughs) it's it's it ain't the coffee in my kitchen (laughs) it's the in my garage it is Daniela Melchior, I'm probably saying that wrong, is joining Fast 10 Your Seatbelts, the new Fast and Furious movie. This woman played Ratcatcher 2 in The Suicide Squad, in case you forgot. I did. She. Uh, when is that out? Next summer? Probably like longer than that. I don't think they're filming yet. Oh, come on, and guys. They, they crank need, it out. They need time to craft a fine feature film of substance that'll last generations but i think she'll be good on this mm-hmm. team she'll probably be playing dom's like long lost sister who they've never mentioned in the first nine movies who is also a car spy of some sort they cgi in paul walker's face hell yeah and she's just him back from the dead <laughs> i guess uh brian's not watching the kids anymore now he's here and can race cars again they definitely are going to bring back cgi face paul walker for the big finale and i'm going to cry buckets yeah they're going to bring him back definitely yeah that's like they didn't they didn't say he's dead for a reason like they're gonna pull him out and it's gonna be dumb as hell i have a hot take about fast and the furious what forget all the fact that they're like these like international thieves and criminals get rid of that entire storyline okay scrap all of it cut out everything about it you literally ta- go back to the days of street racing and make it a street racing movie are you talking about rebuilding this chassis from the ground up i am starting fresh ground I, level i want to see them like racing and like building cars and like Ooh. just take it back to the first one that that is that would make sense why not like they're they've already done it they've like taken over the world they've all over the place they've gotten all these big heists like I think like they went to space yeah. in the last one. Tyrese and Ludacris, respectively. Went so to space. stupid. Yeah. I think, I think they just go back to basics. I think you're right if they were going to do a bunch more, and they probably will, but they're billing this next one. They're saying like this is the finale. So I feel like they're just like, they're going to throw everything in the world into this. 
I'm wondering who but, the surprise guests will be. There, you know, there's going to be some like big, big names that shock the world, like a Charlize Theron type drop, where you're like, "What?" Well, yeah, she's, she's still never, around. She's good, but she's never really made sense to me in the franchise. No, they always give her an insane haircut, and she's just like standing around being like, "Look, dumb. I know about car stuff." Okay, we're gonna give you dreads, and you're in space, <laughs> and uh, you have sex with Dom, and then like he explodes into a million pieces done the movies <clears throat> the movies <laughs> i'm not even gonna play the drop i just want to do it the movie thank you couldn't agree more but yeah that'll be a masterpiece um they announced that there will finally be a trailer for avatar 2 attached to the new doctor <gasps> strange movie when it comes out in two months i think i was with clients the other day when you guys were texting about avatar 2 and i had a laugh abatha I mean, I'm an Avatar guy again. As we discussed on the program, James Cameron is one of the greats mm. and probably the best sequel maker out there. He made Terminator 2 and Aliens for crying out loud. Those two are great. I don't really like anything else he's done. Like, I'll acknowledge that Avatar was important in its time. I'll acknowledge the time Titanic kind of changed the landscape of movies in general in terms of like big, big budget stuff. I love Titanic. I think it's a piece of work. It's fucking boring, though. It's a little long, but like I, I think get, it, I get it. I think it works, especially for like a cheese ball oh, drama romance. Like it's it's got the stuff, and the effects have aged very well for like a movie that came out in the nineties. It does look great. That goes longer with you than it does me, though. Mm. I would prefer a movie that's like the coffee movie. and cigarettes or something, where it's like you're in one or two sets and it's just like the dialogue is fun. That would be funny if James Cameron made like a nice low budget indie right? and he cranked out in like two months instead of spending like 11 years on every movie and it just being like the biggest. Fucking... He does like a dupless style movie where it's yeah. just like a quick like creep or it's like a quick weekend shoot with two two people in the fucking cast. Yeah, I bet he'd One camera. It. He should do that. Yeah, it'd be fucking cool. It'd be, it would be something different. Yes. And now for something completely different. <laughs> And friend of the show, Christopher Lloyd, has been cast in The Mandalorian Season 3, which I feel like that's like coming out soon, but I guess they're still casting people, or maybe they just waited to announce it. Who can be sure? But, uh, I mean, as we mentioned on the program, oh, Darth, Darth Vader's here. Interesting. He's, I was like, is he, he's just breathing. He's, yes, yes, Darth. Hoops. Mm. I I upgraded your Disney Plus profile to be able to view all content yesterday. Oh shit! You have access to anything rated R without wow. having to log back in. Wow, this is big. So you're telling me I can watch the Punisher Marvel series now? That's sick. Watch whatever you want, Hoops. Wow. I am your father. Holy shit. No. Oh my god, he's slinging all the classics. Padme. What a dumb bit that was. <laughs> Nerd alert. Master yeah. Hoops. Oh yeah, C3PO. I'm here. <laughs> I, I, I just would love to know that if anyone is going to watch the content on your Disney Plus profile, that they are of age. What if your nephew gets a hold of it? Mm. And perhaps sees something that he shouldn't, like a violent scene or a breast? 
I would never let that happen, C3. Why don't we bring your nephew to Pedophile Island? Um, Along with Ank's nephew. Interesting to make idea. This bit fair. C3PO. Interesting. We'll we'll discuss that. Off, Nothing off is there. off limits with C3PO. Yes. Yes. He's a. I'm non-binary. <laughs> he's uncancelable because he's a indistinguishable. This bit, bit was bot. much funnier the first time we did it. Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> the what? Star Wars Monty like still talking about the Star Wars stuff was just enough for me to try to make that work, and I, I gave it my best. So if this is funny. You're welcome. He's back. Little fan service for our crippled fan, uh, Mike Montero. Fanfare. Um, uh, oh! And what about the fact that True Detective Season 4 is in the works at HBO with Barry Jenkins set to produce? Hmm. Who's going to be in it? Like Michael Sarah and <laughs> Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> Greenlight. <laughs> They would, I feel like they'd gel together. I think that would be good. I have zero hope for a fourth season of True Detective. They need to just stop with that. Enough. They're only ever going to compare it to the first season, and it's just going to be bad. They don't need to keep doing it. I feel like it's just an impossible task for whoever has to make it. It's wild to me that the first one was like one of the best series of anything ever. And then the second and the third ones were just complete trash. And now they're going to do a fourth one. Maybe the fourth one will be good. I'll definitely try it. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a go. Barry Jenkins is like one of probably the more talented directors working. Yeah, he's kind of like... they. He won the Oscar for Moonlight, I think. Best picture. Yeah, and he made that movie, If Beale Street Could Talk, which is a little boring, but a classy picture. I think I shut it. Very well made and has a dope score. But now they've got him working on the fucking a sequel to the live action Lion King movie that John Favreau made, right. and and this show is just like you should be doing original, better stuff. They Are they the the John Favreau was a shot for shot remake, and yeah. they're going off book with Lion King too because there think, was no sequel originally. Yeah, I think they're doing like a prequel that's about. Uh, what was Simba's dad's name again? Mufasa. Mufasa? Is that what it was? Or was yeah. that the monkey? No, the or- monkey was um, Timon and Pumbaa. And there was not monkey. <laughs> is there a monkey? I just remembered Seth Rogen was Pumbaa, and that movie is good now, even though it was horrible. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, oh, Lion King. <laughs> they probably just offered him, like, a fortune, Barry Jenkins, to do this movie. He's good. Like, I mean... You know, you won Oscars. They're like, let's lock this guy down to make turkeys for us for the next several years. It's kind of a shame. Moonlight took me like three and a half watches to really fall in love with it. It's a good movie. But it's awesome, yeah. It's a picture of substance. It's uh, a lot of times movies that do the thing where like the main character is played by a different actor because they like go through generations. It bothers me, but they did a good job of it in that movie. Mm. yeah it's it, was it works yeah it works and i don't have too much more news do you have any uh... i'm good i have a light news week but we we went long there so we got we got some stuff why don't we take a little break yeah maybe watch uh um, figure out something to watch clifford the big red dog perfect two or sonic two we'll find something. <laughs> we'll be right back we'll be right back
Welcome back, everybody. We're back. I see that you've opened up one of three white claws you have over here. What are you going to slug down those three white claws then uh, in the next 23 minutes and then hop behind the wheel for your nice 63-mile <laughs> drive home to Norwell? That's the idea, baby. Friday night. Friday night. There won't be any cops on the road. It's just a Friday. No. No. What a night. Are we making light of DUIs? No. No, never. And folks, I'm just joking. Scott's not drunk. Thank you. I would never. I've, I've never been drunk before, actually. It's a little thing. I don't... I'm at a point in my life where I legitimately don't remember what being drunk feels like. Like, bits aside. I, I, I have no recollection. I get that. You're like 12 plus years removed from it. This would, summer, June 23rd, will be 14 years. Oh, word. Yeah. I'm... I'm didn't Wild, mean to, right? I mean, I don't... To lowball those. Those are big numbers. I know. Kids have been pumping those numbers up, McConaughey-like. And, folks, we didn't watch Clifford the Big Red Dog. We instead... We watched Two Girls, One Cup on yeah. a loop for <laughs> 40 minutes, and then we ate pizza. And guess what? It holds up. It it's does. Still, it's still a great uh, piece of film. Can we talk about that? the real piece of film that we enjoyed? Not gold. Oh, no. Gold's out. I don't <laughs> oh, want no. to mention it. <laughs> Zac Efron movie gold. Skip it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, that kid falling off the roller coaster. Mm. Or that ride. It's not even a roller coaster. It's one of those like plunging like Tower of Terror, but put together by Carney's kind of rides. Yes. This actually happened. Chef's kiss to the that other- video. I happened upon it on Twitter and was like, oh, I was like appalled watching it. I'm going to play the video. Don't play the video. And see if we can hear the sound. Oh, That's boy. All. You're going to be able to hear the sound. Well, it's, 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 the people will <laughs> love it. The people are going to love really it. I really regret finding this Here it video. Comes. <laughs> it's a little more. Poor kid. All right. Shh, shh, shh. Here it comes. They are at the top of the ride. Keep in mind, this kid is 14 years old, too, which makes it even funnier. He was only 14 bloody years old. All right, here old. comes, here comes. <laughs> I just got chills. <laughs> Did he say, Keith? Keith, your head. <laughs> so gritty. He fell like me falling down the stairs, only like 15 times the speed and like five times the height. Mm. Oh, the best. The good stuff. (laughs) God, I love a good gritty video. It's almost as good as that video we watched. I also watched of Hayden Penetieri and her boyfriend getting into a bar fight, which is just a mess. But this video, I think, is the video of the week. Yes. We should start reviewing just fucked up online videos. Like done. We watched uh, a video of a guy dying and people getting into bar fights. I don't think there's much. I appreciate like the dark side of the internet when it like ekes its way onto Twitter and like for whatever reason it's not taken down yet. Mm. Those are the best. It's uh, it's pretty gritty out there. The best. Like watching somebody get knocked out and then they pee their pants or. What, that happened to me last night. That's not the video I watched. But <laughs> He's in. I was down in Faneuil Hall alone. Kid. How about speaking of Faneuil Hall, we're doing some Boston stuff. Kid. At that um, 
the Sons of Boston bar, there was an altercation between a bouncer and a 23-year-old active duty Marine visiting Boston for St. Patrick's Day. And at like 6 p.m., they got into a fight and the bouncer stabbed him and he died. Wow. The bar has since lost its entertainment license, which I'm pretty sure means that we can turn it into enough studios east. Yeah. We don't do any entertainment, so no. we don't fall under the purview. <laughs> yeah, so we're not very entertaining, so can yeah. we take over this building? But yeah, I had actually been at a show like a week or oh, two right. prior to that, and I like to make everything about myself, so I imagine that could have been me getting stabbed by that bouncer. You should have messed with him. Yeah. <laughs> Nice fucking loose cannon. Mm. But I mean, we should talk about gold just for a second, because we did just suffer through the majority of it. Why do we have to talk about it? (laughs) Seriously, we didn't finish it, and we both hated it. I mean... What do you want to talk about? I just want to make fun of it. This is like a a post-apocalyptic, fucked up future. It is, but it was on a low budget, but that's like what they were going for. I didn't even get that. I got. I felt like it was present day. They were just dirty. I think it was. It could have been that. If it's post post apocalyptic, gold has no value. Yeah, I was wondering about that. The whole thing of this movie, Zac Efron's like wandering around the desert, finds some gold with this evil sidecar he's with, and then like the guy goes to get something so they can pull the gold out of the ground. And this whole movie is just Zac Efron. Sitting in the desert, just like avoiding dogs. With like bugs and filth all over his face. The part, how dirty they were was what bothered me the most. He's such a handsome man. They should have had him just like shirtless, (laughs) oiled up, nice tan. Mm. I'm thinking Baywatch, really. We should have just watched Baywatch. Yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah, he's in like gold member mode, just like having fun. Mm. It's a complete mirage. But it's like a one-man show castaway type deal. And they don't really give him anything to work Uh with. He's just kind of sitting there. Movie looks okay. We were waiting for it to heat up the entire time. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It was kind of a fucked up shame. So you don't need to watch Gold, which is new to iTunes. I recommend watching the other movie called Gold, starring Matthew McConaughey from a couple years ago. That one was pretty good. Did you ever see that one? No, I did not. That one was like a true story about him playing some other sort of gold guy. Why is gold such a big deal again? Uh, Because it's very valuable. I know, but like just because it looks nice and it's shiny? Or does gold have like a... Gold has, in terms of... um, I'm saying this like I know what I'm talking about. There's... It's like in terms of like the stock... When the stock market gets all screwed up, like precious metals... And there's a word for it that I'm not thinking of, like that puts them all in like um, commodities. There mm. are like people who do commodities trading with where and it's anything from like oil futures to gold to diamonds Ooh. to just, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to really explain it. But I know that like when the market gets fucked up and like the do- value of a dollar plummets, it almost always makes the value of like gold, silver, diamonds, rubies, that type of stuff go up. I mean, diamonds are forever. We learned that from James Bond. That is true. And I think gold right now is, I want to say it's at an all-time high in comparison to the way everything else is going. And if you, I think that makes sense given commodities trading-wise in terms of like if you, I think it all kind of, I don't want to say it's all 100% connected, but like the fact that the price of gasoline and oil is so high, I think is relatable or related mm. to that. 
Yeah. Somebody who knows more about this can send us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. But I think you're making sense. I think that's, to me, that's how I understand it. Yeah. I bet we didn't, we couldn't suffer through, there was like 10 minutes left to this movie. Yeah. I bet it ends with him trading the gold in for like NFTs or right. something Definitely. and cool like that in this post apocalyptic nonsense. But that was gold. We're in the uh, the serious corner. Yes. Um, can we talk about um, Swindled or whatever? The f- what's it fucking called? Windfall? Windfall. Yes. With Jason Siegel, Jesse Plemons, and Lily Collins uh, now on Netflix. A Netflix original. And I'm happy to report this is a real movie. Yes, it exists. And it did not belong. <laughs> I thought it was a Hulu movie for the longest time because it actually is a real movie. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, this is from the guy who did The One I Love, that weird Mark Duplass woman from Mad Men movie from a few years ago. Is that where they're both on the cover in the pool? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And like I liked that one. And they keep they find like clones of themselves and they're like, Go into that room, it'll be me from like ten it's like a cool, wacky sci fi type thing. And this is a similar kind of movie. It's like a low budget thriller, one location, but it's like a it's more of a thriller. There's no yeah, sci-fi. Like a hostage situation, I guess you could say. I don't want to give away too much, but basically Jason Siegel is a thief of some sort and mm. he kind of gets in over his head. Yes. To say the least. And yeah, this is a great movie where it's fun to just like watch it unfold. Yeah. Like it's, you know, a gritty situation. There's a lot of like they gotta keep the balls in the air with a movie like this and be like, how are they gonna stretch this to movie length? Like a a fucked up hostage situation. I loved it. I thought it was like great. Jason Siegel is doing a different kind of role than he normally does. Jesse Definitely. Clemens doing a completely different thing than he normally does. And I thought he nailed it. Yeah, I think they both stepped out of their comfort zones a little bit. And it it was one of those movies where I was like, where are they going to go with this? And then they went to a better place that I kind of saw coming but not enough that it would be spoiled like it was still exciting to me yeah like i was i couldn't have enjoyed it more did throw me for a little bit of a loop exactly how it went down so this is on netflix i would say definitely take this one it's a nice quick 90 minutes which i love like i love a breezy little flick with i don't need too many moving parts i'm not a huge like action movie guy yeah that's why i like a nice simple yeah, like I don't ask too much. This was like a, they probably shot this for like a handful of million dollars. Like it was a very low budget, but it was great. I loved everything about it. It didn't need more. They no. zeroed in on, you know, a tight little indie thriller. And that is Windfall. On Netflix. On Netflix. One of the few movies that exists and is real and you can watch it and enjoy it. I've been watching that Life and Beth show, Life and Beth. Yes. With uh, it's Amy Schumer wrote, directed, and stars in it. Mm. And it's also featuring Michael Sarah and a few other sidecars. I'm forgetting who now, but it's on uh, Hulu. Yes. Which Hulu has been pretty hot lately, I yes. must say. Hulu's like my go to right now. They got some stuff, especially show wise. Yeah. And this show. We here in the program support Amy Schumer, even though it's not a popular stance. She's I feel like I get one. attacked every time I say I like Amy. Yeah, and she's not perfect, but she's funny and can do good stuff, as evidenced in this series, which is way better than you might think, especially based on the title. It's a very generic title, like Life and Beth. It's like, okay, I feel like that's been the name of 
like another show that existed. But it's great. I gotta say, Amy Schumer and Michael Sarah have like a very weird, strong chemistry. Surprisingly good duo. I feel like they're like really popping on screen together. <laughs> they uh yeah, like there's a Shrooms episode where like <laughs> they're doing all this. I hadn't seen Michael Sarah in anything in a while. And I was just like, he's great. He should be in everything that comes out. I like Michael, yeah. Fish handshake. But I do, I think that he, it's like he's, like I said, they, the Jesse and them were stepping out of their comfort zone in the last movie. Hmm. I feel like he steps out a little bit, but it's still Michael. Like you can still, okay, there's Michael Sarah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like he's being a different guy or that he's overstepping, but he's definitely doing some unique stuff. And I don't know. I find it hard not to like Amy. I find I don't know. Like, like I don't know what happened with her. She was like doing very well and her specials did well. And then she had her show on Comedy Central that went for like at least what, three seasons? Four? Yeah, four or five, I think. And then Good out show. of nowhere, it was like everybody turned on her and she started showing up in the news every week, like with a new foot in the mouth, kind of like semi-cancel. Yeah. I think she just was like overexposed and everyone was like, enough of you. Yeah. And then she probably eked out some turkeys and I people were like, is this over? But I feel a little bit like that's what happened to Tim Dillon. Mm, he kind fair. of had like a meteoric rise during COVID where it was like this funny guy making jokes that you shouldn't be laughing at. Mm. And I still like him, but he has been just like hitting the same beats over and over and over again for months now. Yeah. And I almost bought tickets to go see him in Boston. And like his tickets are so expensive. It's just like, come on, man. Like it's a comedy show at the Wilbur. The seats are literally the most uncomfortable seats in basically the country. Yeah, he really went from being like a nobody to being, he's probably like an arena act at this point. Right. <laughs> like literally he's, his Patreon is one of the most like successful out there. Right. And like it climbed up quickly and i think he's still doing very well i don't think he's in amy territory yet and it's like amy's still doing well too she's going to be literally one of the oscar hosts yeah but i think that people her hosting the oscars is obviously you say yes to hosting the oscars but she's going to get shit on Mm. like shit on i can see it now like people are going to do like a picture of miss piggy and then like put a fucking dress on her and then like pop amy in her oscar outfit next to it and uh, like, that's comedy yeah and it like we get it and mm. i don't know i met i think it's because i met amy and she and i was bartending and she was super nice and very Ooh. down to earth and granted it was 10 years ago but it's hard to shit on someone who was nice to you in real life yeah because she was like a lot of people are not nice to bartenders because people treat you like an idiot and she didn't yeah and she probably was overexposed for a bit, but I mean, she can be funny, clearly. And this show is good. Like, it's premise wise, it's not going to like knock your socks no. off. It's her basically playing herself. Like, she breaks up with her long term boyfriend and tries to start doing something new. It's wacky. It's, you know, charming, kind of sweet at times. The girl who plays her sister is very good. I don't, I don't think I'd ever seen her in anything before. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I like the when she's first going on a date with Michael Sarah. He's like, <laughs> like, 
Like, uh, look, you don't have to pretend I'm funny or interesting or anything. Like, you, you don't have to do any of that. Just just talk to me however you want to talk to me. I was like, this is great. Him not owning a TV and, like, his weird little little house and, like, he's, like, a farmer. Yeah. It's like a, she's a New York person who sells wine and then she, like, kind of doesn't, like, quit her job. I don't know. I don't want to spoil it. But she, like, moves out of New York, starts living at her mom's house, and her mom passes away. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's like... Yeah. It's like a second act type thing where it's like, I'm changing my ways. I'm going to do new stuff. Michael Rappaport is in this. And I'm pretty good in it. What, he's what another guy think? that gets a lot of guff, but he is pretty fucking good. And he he was pulling out like some of the work that he did when he did that episode of Louie where he plays the police officer who loses his gun. Incredible episode of television. Really, really, really good TV. Mm. TV is like at a all-time high right now. And it's funny because movies are so not. The movies. There's a lot of like, it's almost as if like the, the actors who are really making it happen are the ones who are doing good TV. The television. Vin, we need you on TV. Imagine a Vin series. But it's that. not like an action thing. It's just like, like find me guilty. Yeah, like another series where he has a wig and is trying to like actually act like I a got hair. <laughs> so you know I'm not that tough. I'm just a guy. I'm back. But I still got a car, like a fast car. <laughs> but yeah, that is Life and Beth. Now on Hulu, the whole series is up there. Ten episodes. You said you're almost at the end. I, I think I have, th- I have one more. I have like three or four left. We've been watching The Dropout every week, too. I've mentioned Ooh. it every week, and I really want people to tune in for this. I, know, I, I keep I, forgetting it's about it. It's so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. As it, it's, That's the story of uh, Elizabeth uh, Holmes, the woman who made that fake company Theranos that got in all sorts of trouble. And then Super Pumped, the story of the guy who started Uber, played mm. by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's really, really good, too, on Showtime. Hell yeah. And while we're talking about really great TV shows that Uh-oh. we're loving, oh boy, I watched the new Halo show <laughs> on Paramount Plus, everybody. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> What did you like about it, Cod? Yeah, friend of the show Cod is, I can't even tell if it's a troll. He's really deep in character. I think it's a troll. I'm not buying it. I feel like it's got to be because he's saying he loves the show. I watched the first, they only have the first episode up at this point. Folks, if you thought video game movies were bad, buckle up for this video game TV show because it might be even worse. What didn't you like about it? I mean... Like we've been saying, it's just a Halo show is way too late. This should have came out 14 years ago. And now, like eventually, at one point, Steven Spielberg was going to direct a Halo movie. And now it's just like, oh, here it is. Decades too late. It's a TV show done by God knows who. And it's just like watching a really long cutscene from the video game. It's not like an interesting story. It's like you're in the future. You're a... a guy in a suit and you're shooting aliens like the fact that they tried to make a show out of it is kind of insane i was reading the bio and it's like 2000 i don't know what does it say 2555 or whatever it's like 300 years and or like 480 years into the future it's like i don't think the planet's still gonna be here at that point guys i just don't Maybe I mean, it is. They've been saying the planet's going to end for a while, but as long as they don't take out the chill zone, we just got that wallpaper done upstairs too. That's true. I feel like Master Chief might save us. Honestly, I watched five minutes, so I can't really comment, but the five minutes that I did watch were not good at all. Yeah, it's 
like these things need a big budget, like a huge sci-fi action thing. They have a big chase scene towards the beginning of the show that looks like an episode of Power Rangers or something. It's like embarrassing budget-wise. Upside though, one positive note, I noticed on my phone, my Sonos app, they did actually do the sound in Dolby Atmos. A word? Which is not common for Paramount Plus. A lot of Paramount Plus properties come out in like stereo or like at best 5.1 or something. Mm. A lot of them are in stereo, which maybe they've like fixed that. But when the app first launched, it was just trash. Sound is big. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially for action stuff. Yeah. You, you want that crisp and popping. Mm. But yeah, this, it's like they're trying to do like, a Mandalorian type thing, because like the Master That's Chief exactly guy always has his helmet on, although he takes it off, and it's Master Chief is played by the guy who played Porn Stash on Weeds. Any Weeds heads out there will remember this sidecar, and it's just like he's not terrible. He like gives a speech. It was probably one of the more interesting parts of the episode, but it's still just stuck in a sea of nonsense. A show that shouldn't exist. And they do this big sequence where they go into first person mode and when Master Chief is like shooting all these aliens and it's like, oh, it's first person, like the video game. And it just looks so cheesy. I'm glad I didn't get to that part. Yeah. That sounds, uh, that's embarrassing. It looks. I need to know how deep into this troll Cod's going to go. Like, is he going to do every week? He gives us updates on how good the because that's what he likes to do when he knows that we're not interested in something, and he'll like he'll double down and triple down and quadruple down and keep yeah. mentioning it to the point where we're like, "What are you doing?" And I yeah. do the same shit. I know how a troll works. He knows the moves. I'm a good troll. <laughs> While we're on the subject, um, do you want to hear that kid fall off that ride one more time? <laughs> I don't actually. <laughs> you don't want to hear his leg. Is that? Do you think it's his head or his legs making the sound? And also on the Halo show, there's a. <laughs> they didn't even have anyone with a needler. I was waiting for like someone a bit by with a, a needler. A letter from the needler. Or give me some sort of something I could, you know, glom onto. Mm. This like that Star Wars thing. The only thing that got my attention is like there was moments where like. Someone takes out one of the plasma grenades and it makes the same sound it makes in the game. And I had like a <laughs> stick stuck. I had like a Pavlovian response. Just like, ooh, that's a thing. But yeah, the Halo show, not great. Kind of like a weird fan fiction, cheaply made cutscene that I felt <laughs> embarrassed watching, quite frankly. But it's episode, on Paramount Plus. Yeah, episode one's up. Tune there. in and then fire up 1883 and <laughs> uh, that show we did about the guy who killed his mother. I can't remember what it was called. Peter Sarsgaard's in it. He plays a cop. Oh, oh, it's interrogation. The, yeah, interrogation. There you go. Totally exists. <laughs> I watched every episode. It gets progressively worse. That is fucked up. That I'm a sicko. That. I'm a sick maniac. I'm just like searching for fucking properties to take down. <sighs> and i should also mention that i turned off uh the new cheaper by the dozen disney plus original feature film didn't you watch that at work i did even mm. at work i turned it off. brand new gig firing up flicks week <laughs> one he's back you getting shit canned for watching cheaper by the dozen two <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my boss walking in on that like is that zach braff referring to his dog as 
Barack Obama? Huh? Is that a real joke in a is real this movie? Written and directed by a friend of the show, Kenya Barris. He was, and he's his stock has gone down dramatically. Yeah, what happened there? Seeing he that wrote he was Blackish to this. is one of the funniest things they I've seen in years, and then like coming to to America and this not, and you're not a Blackish else. guy. You like his Netflix show? Yeah, yeah. That was called something other than Blackish. Did I say Blackish? Yeah. It was Black AF. Black AF. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's the one. Black-ish I think he also did Black. Blackish, he did though. do Blackish as well, but I didn't like that one as much. But at least I can understand why Blackish is not for us. It's the adult tour. It's not for kids. For us, by us. But no, like this is like I won't shit on a Tyler Perry movie, despite it being bad, because it's skewed like for black people. Like I'm not going to get all the jokes. It's it's not relatable for me as a fucking white. Mm. So, but. I'll still but skew coming Tyler to Perry America movie. is just trash. Because oh, coming to America, the original is one of my favorite like comedies from that time period. Completely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Kenya, what the fuck, man? This is real bad. I'm. Yeah, he needs to be doing. He needs to elevate things a little bit. He's. That's the thing. When you see Black as Fuck on Netflix, which he blew up that deal because I think there was a money discrepancy. And now he's done with Netflix and like doing other stuff clearly. Yeah. Which sucks because like that show absolutely had three, four, five, six seasons in it. Mm. But yeah, this, <clears throat> did you ever, <clears throat> the Steve Martin one? It's not great, I but like, don't remember. It's a very watchable, like, kids. I'm not a big Steve Martin book. guy. Really? I like like planes, trains, and automobiles or. Okay. A few of the things that he did, like obviously he's like My Blue Heaven. And, I was going to um, say, I love that one. I'm kind of a big Steve Martin guy. I'm not really. Even these days. Like I, I get it, but I'm not in. I'm not that in. That's fair. But yeah, Zach Braff is no Steve Martin. I'm, no one is a Zach Braff guy while we're on the subject. <laughs> the fact that he's dating Florence Pugh keeps me up at night. <laughs> Couldn't I'm, agree I'm more. upset. Pew, pew, pew. That fucking nerd. Yeah, this... I watched like 20 minutes. It was an embarrassment. Even for like a Disney Plus original kids movie, it's like, this is just horrible. They do such like, they spend 15 minutes trying to make sense of like the mixed race family that they have. Zach Braff's like, I had three kids with my first white wife. Then I met this and then she had. Why even explain it? Just be a family and some of you don't look the same. Yeah. I'm not going to go, where'd that black come from? Yeah. The movie, it's a mess. It's horrible. There's no need to explain that. There are plenty of mixed race families. Like I'm from one of them. Cheers. And nobody's like when we all get together at Christmas time and there's some black people and some white people in the room, nobody's making a stink. Mm. It doesn't fucking matter. No one cares. It doesn't matter. Unless Hank comes comes down the stairs on Christmas morning. I then, uh... would really rather not have Hank in my house at Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is he annoying. Love the I'm idea. glad he didn't show up tonight. I was not in the mood for him at all. Yeah, yeah Hank. Hank's a wild card. Yeah. He's a, he's a racist. Who's <laughs> that? That also. He's a racist bigot, unfortunately unfortunately he's our only like regular guest though like i mean like rion i guess is he's not a racist bigot <laughs> he's um rion i guess is second fiddle to hank i mean hank's if rion one. were a little more racist i think we might have him in here full time hear that bud step your so game keep up that, keep that in mind if when you're listening hell yeah i mean i think we've done it well i think uh we've said it all no, listen. Ooh. Said it all. Now listen, Robin. 
Um, where will you be performing this week, Scott? Ooh. <laughs> I can be found all over creation. Why don't you go ahead and uh, check out the South Shore Boys? We changed our uh, Instagram handle to South Shore Boys Official. Spelled the normal way. The Z is out. We're classic. Was South Shore uh, Boys taken? I think it was, yeah. I think there was... How? I mean... Who was... I guess there are more than one South Shore. Turkey Boys was taken. I tried to make that. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. That sucks. But, um... Yeah, follow those. Um, Ankfit.com. That's the one. You can follow that's us all I ever at said. Enough the Podcast on Instagram, at Podcast Enough on Twitter. I'm on both of those platforms, at Skip Seasoned, if you want to follow those. And I don't know. Next week we'll be talking about ambulance or whatever we're seeing, whatever else crops up. I wish I had a better idea of what that was, but what can you do? Folks, why don't you go ahead and have a go? Listen, buddy, I gotta go. He's gotta go. But thank you. Bye. You and me. Huh.